I don't want to be a martyr. Nor I. I want to live. That is good. For believing what you do, we confer upon you a rare gift these days. A martyr's death. The cross commands you. The blood of the martyrs commands you. I wrote them down in my diary so that I wouldn't have to remember. Because we can't just live in the ancient past, let's take this Monday and travel forward in time from where we normally are, but back in time from where we are now, to the great and mystical time of the 1970s. Woo, yes. But there will be no bell-bottoms. Well, I, I mean, I can't imagine there are bell-bottoms. I don't think there will be any afros or disco music. Why? Because in this little 1970s jaunt, we are not going to be in the middle of pop culture United States. We are going to, as one's famously saying, back to the USSR. The re-education system of communism. You gotta love it, right? I mean, what could possibly go wrong with trying to take, you know, a few billion people and completely reorient the way they think and operate and how they believe and worship in this world. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Now, the reason I'm starting here is because communism at its core is a godless system. This is one of those common sense things from everybody who's ed for read a history book, but amazingly, <clears throat> excuse me, is somehow not common knowledge. In order to see class struggle everywhere, and that's true whether you go to classic communism when it's the workers versus the bourgeoisie, or whether you go to reimagined communism of the intellectual 20th century where you see class warfare redefined in terms of racial designations or sexual designations, i.e. radical feminism or... The LGBTQIA XYZ crowd, you know, this is all part of the same struggle. Why? Because when God is no longer on his throne, and when God is no longer the determining factor of my life, then I'm kind of left finding something else. Welcome to the communist mindset. Now, why do I tell you that? Because there has not been a more destructive ideology in human history. So, Normally, I would lead you, uh, list you off a hit list. Have fun with that. And the reason I say that is because communism's hit list is over 100 million people. It's not even 200 years old. 100 million plus people spread out over at least four continents. You'd probably make an argument that it's five or six even. It is literally the most destructive force in human history history. We have not come up with an ideology that is more deadly than what communism has created, whether it's a cultural form, a racial form, a feminist form, an environmentalist form, or a classical form. There has been no more destructive thought process in human history than communism. Why? <coughs> Excuse me. Simple. It denies the Creator. And when you start with people and try to reason back to God and make sense of this world, there will be chaos and destruction. Not some of the time, all of the time. So, 
who could we pull out of this? We probably pull a lot of people out of this, but let's pull out somebody that you've never heard of. Let's pull out Ivan Moiseyev. And I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't speak Russian, so we're just going to go with Moiseyev and call it a day. He was a private in the Soviet Army in the early 1970s. And I mean early 1970s, 1970 to 1972-ish. He was there because during that period there was a mandatory two-year service that must be rendered by adult males. It might have been adult females, actually, with their lovely egalitarian system. So, Ivan was known as Vanya, was the son of poor peasant farmers. And by the way, when we say poor peasant farmers in Russia, we don't mean like they were barely scraping by. We mean they're lucky they're not starving to death. So, believe it or not, the two-year uh, mandatory service in the army would be a bit of a blessing because the thought process would be, hey, at least, at least our boy's not going to starve to death while he's in the army, and if he can make a li living here, then you know maybe there's a chance he can he can stick on and you know not get shot or something. But good old Vanya had a problem. Vanya was a Christian, and if you are a part of a godless system professing faith in Christ, well, they have a tendency to frown on that sort of thing. So. Over the course of his service, he was questioned numerous times, was put on report, was given various challenges. I mean, you know, the, the general discomfort of life. However, there reaches a point with everything where we're not playing with you anymore. We're not discussing this. We're not talking about this. Get on board or else. And that time period finally came for old Vanya. And I, I like this... Um, I like this little line of thought process here. He was questioned, why are you not learning the correct answers? In other words, the communist answers, the answers that line you up with everybody else and make you a good cog in the communist machine. His answer, there is a difference between the correct answers and the true ones. Christian, always remember that Christ and his word are truth. So, living his life with the verse, do not be afraid, for I am with you, always in mind, he faced punishment. What was his punishment? In winter in Russia. Unless you live in Russia right now, or like Alaska, or maybe some of our Canadian friends, you have no idea what winter in Russia is. It's, it's awful. So in winter in Russia, he was told to be on duty, outside, standing his post in summer uniform. What could possibly go wrong? For two weeks. The fact that he didn't freeze to death is a miracle that was picked up on by numerous people, including his commanders and fellow soldiers, because the reason we have any of this testimony is from some of the letters that he sent home and some of the things that he communicated when he was on leave before this, and because some of the other soldiers were converted because of his testimony which again is something we're going to be talking about a lot as we go through these uh, this series, is that you don't do this for man. You do this for God. And when you, un when you render service unto God faithfully, it has an impact because God is glorified and he works in the midst of his children glorifying him. <clears throat> so the report was sent back to Vanya's parents. He died with difficulty. He fought with death, but he died as a Christian. 
He was beaten, stabbed, and drowned. Yeah. They can't beat you to get... They can't freeze you to get you to uh, deconvert. They can't beat you to get you to deconvert. They can't stab you. Who wants to bet the drowning wasn't intended to kill him, but to get him to forsake and recant Christ? Because that would be where my money is. His last letter home. My dear parents, the Lord has showed the way to me, and I have decided to follow it. I will have more severe and bigger battles than I have had until now, but I do not fear them. He goes before me. Amen. And that is why he died a Christian. Christian, what are you walking towards? Who are you serving? What is the testimony of your life? Is it a testimony to the comforts of this world, whatever they may be, or is it a testimony to sacrifice and service unto God so that his name be praised and his person be glorified? This is part of the challenge, and the reason why I wanted to read this one and go over this is because this isn't 72 AD. This isn't 172 in the Roman Empire. This is 1972. The more things change, the more they remain the same. The more the world spins in its paganism, the more the world will hate the God who they are warring against. Christian, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, because the world will give you no quarter, and the world will make you choose. Prepare your heart and mind beforehand to glorify and serve Christ and know that his grace is good, his mercy abides, and you will have the grace you need for the situation you encounter when you encounter. And may we all do as well as Vanya, and may we all live lives unto the glory of God. Till we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye.